Hey there, I'm Becca Campbell, your pediatric sleep consultant. Welcome to the Little Z Sleep Podcast, where we make getting sleep help easy. So your toddler was a great sleeper, and now all of a sudden, you're waking up in the middle of the night, and you're like, what is happening? This is so It is normal for your toddler to suddenly be having night wakings and you're wondering what the heck is going on. Now there actually are some times that this is totally normal because they're learning a new skill and there's other times that we need to do something about it and be proactive. So in this episode, I have four things that I need you to do to change in your toddler's sleep situation to make sure that they stop waking up at night and go back to sleeping 11 to 12 hours all night long. Hey there, I'm Becca Campbell, your pediatric sleep consultant. Welcome to the Little Z Sleep YouTube channel and podcast. If you are back on this channel and listening to our podcast, welcome. I am so glad you are here. And if you are new, again, I'm glad you're here. And especially don't want you to miss anything that we have to share. In all of our episodes, we cover sleep strategies for ages zero to five years old here at Little Z's, and we have sleep training courses that match each one of those ages. So make sure you subscribe to this channel or this podcast, because I never want you to be without the resources you need to keep sleep a thing as your child grows and changes. Today, this is a an, the epitome of changes that happen. Because the thing is, you could have sleep trained your baby using my plan. You could have had an angel kid who just never needed to have any type of sleep training and they just magically slept and then boom, all of a sudden they're waking up throughout the night and you're like, this is terrible. (laughs) You're kind of reminded again, like, oh yeah, uh, sleeping all night long feels great. And even one or two night wakings feels like misery. I got a plan for you, okay? So today we're gonna go through four things you can do to really help your toddler get back on track with their night sleep. But before we do that, if you're like, I'm sorry, Becca, you just said one to two night wakings is terrible. Um, I have like five to six or more, then you actually need our toddler sleep training course. This video will pair well with that, but it won't solve the issues of why your child is waking up constantly all throughout the night. If they have never been able to put themselves to sleep independently, if you have to help them by rocking them, shushing them, patting them, they're in your bed, they're using pacifiers, all the things, then you need that toddler sleep training course. So make sure you grab that because it will give you my entire step-by-step plan on how to sleep train your toddler with the confidence and really the script of what to tell them to do so that they can then follow that routine and put themselves asleep within 10 to 15 minutes and sleep all night long. Okay, so let's get started on the four things that we're gonna go through to really check off to make sure we can get back in order to make sleep a thing once again. The first is let's check on their nap. So a toddler, and I'm talking from 14 months all the way up to three years old, they have one midday nap. So is your toddler on one nap? If you're listening to this and you're like, oh, my toddler's been waking up all throughout the night, and you're like, no, they nap, they have two naps. They're 18 months old, they have two naps, Becca. That, that's actually why. <laughs> so we have an entire video that I will link for you and a podcast all about how to make that change from two to one naps because it's a math equation, y'all. If your toddler is getting too much sleep during the day, they're gonna have less sleep at nighttime. So if they're having a lot of sleep, we gotta start cutting down to one nap so that their nighttime sleep gets longer again. It's actually pretty typical that if they are getting over two and a half hours of daytime sleep, they could be waking up throughout the night because their body is like, well, yeah, I need a wake time and I'm not getting it during the day, so let me just get it at night. So that's the first thing I want you to make sure of. Are they on the one nap that they need? And at this point, that one nap, it could be anywhere between an hour and a half to two and a half hours. 
there's a lot of factors in here because that's a big difference. One and a half to two and a half hours. Uh, we've got to consider daycare. we got to consider the age of your child. And so I actually want to point you to my complete schedule guide. If you're wondering like, how do I make this nap happen? Uh, what about daycare? Are they on the right nap schedule? My complete schedule guide will give you everything you need to know about what's scheduled to happen at 15 months, 18 months, 20 months, 24 months. It'll give you everything you need. So just a little heads up that if you are curious and you're not feeling confident about your nap schedule, check out that schedule guide. It'll give you everything you need. Okay, check number two. Is your toddler drinking milk before they go to bed? This is a typical toddler thing. And oftentimes this is stuff that like, your toddler's having trouble in the nighttime because we didn't take care of things at the 12 month mark. When your child turns one, there is a lot of changes. And one of the big changes is no more bedtime bottles. No more bottles, period. The bedtime bottle especially is the last one to go. That's why I'm, I'm generous, okay? You can be 13 months old and that's the last bedtime bottle, okay? Um, but between 12 and 13 months old, you're getting rid of all of the bottles. And so if you have an 18, 20, 24 month old who is still having a bottle or a sippy cup of milk before they go to bed, that's actually an issue. And there's a lot of reasons here, but one of the big ones is that the natural sugars that are inside the carbohydrates in milk are basically causing a sugar crash for your toddler. Also, they're likely not eating enough, so they actually might be waking up hungry because they didn't eat enough dinner because they were relying on the milk. There is a connection here, y'all. I have great partnerships with some registered dietitians, and they have called out frequently on our podcast when they guest with us that, hey, if your toddler is drinking milk like it's their J-O-B, but they're not eating their dinner, that's a problem. And so what we need to look at, at this toddler age, milk is now a beverage. It is not the main meal. And so if your toddler has been nibbling at dinner, but then they're drinking like eight to 12 ounces of milk at bedtime, that's causing nighttime issues and it's not helping them eat better. So we need to move the milk that was at that bedtime. They can have a cup of milk with dinner, but that's all. And we're not going to offer that eight to 12 ounces. Start with a small serving. If they finish that, ask them to eat their food, but make sure we're not offering too much milk, which is actually causing a problem in the nighttime. Now, if you're a nursing mom, that is amazing. And you do not need to stop this because I'm telling you no more milk at bedtime routine. Actually, what I want you to do, if you are a nursing mom to a toddler, all you're going to do is have the nursing routine first out in a well-lit area and then move into the bedtime routine. So you can still have that final nursing session of the day, but it's not in their room and it's not right before they get into the crib. This is actually going to be one of those like immediate changes. Not much that I talk about um, in sleep is immediate because just like it is working out or eating or dieting um, in the way that you're trying to make changes, it takes time. You don't see overnight success. And so this is actually one of the things that so many times over the years I have told the toddler parent, like, hey, stop offering the bedtime bottle and then boom, they sleep all night long. So trust me on this. This is something that is no longer developmentally needed for your child. We need to have them seeing milk as a beverage, not the main meal. So trust me on this. When we alternate and say like, okay, no, we're not having this milk before bed and we have it with dinner, you're likely gonna notice some huge positive changes in your toddler's sleep that night. My third check is about milk again. All right, so how many of your toddlers, they're milk monsters? There's a reason this is number three, uh, number two, and number three. And this is because bedtime milk is like a real thing. It just becomes this obsession, but so does the morning milk. So my third check here is to analyze what happens in the first 10 to 15 minutes when your child wakes up in the morning. Often your child could be waking up at two, three, four a.m. because they're like, milk. They just know that, okay, as soon as I get up, I get to get my bottle of milk. I get to get my sippy cup of milk. 
Remember, we're toddlers now, we're not babies, so we don't start our day with milk. In the first 10 to 15 minutes when it's time to start the day, and by the way, time to start the day is not before 6 a.m. So after 6 a.m. at the designated time that your family starts the day, what happens in those 10 to 15 minutes? In those 10 to 15 minutes, we teach here at Little Z's that we get up, we change our diaper, we go potty, we can get dressed, we can go say hello to the household, we can um, go and stand in the sunshine for a little bit, which helps our bodies wake up, we can help get breakfast ready, and then after 10 to 15 minutes, we sit down and we eat breakfast, and milk is a beverage with that main meal. You see the difference? It's not immediately getting up and grabbing that cup of milk. I don't know about you, but I have been in situations in many different cases with a toddler who was screaming for milk. And I get it. As a parent, sometimes you're like, oh my gosh, just stop screaming, it's so early, and you just give them the milk. And then maybe they get to watch a show. But it starts to become this like slope of, hey, you say yes to that, and then all of a sudden it's 5.30 a.m. and they're asking for milk, and you just say, yeah, sure. And then it becomes 5 a.m. and they're asking for milk, and you're like, yeah, sure. And then it's 4 a.m. you're like, no, this is too early, just get in my bed and drink your milk. And then all of a sudden you wake up one day and you're like, how did I get a toddler in my bed all night long? This is not what I wanted. And so I, I'm urging you now, seeing this whole thing play out, be proactive now and analyze those first 10 to 15 minutes. If your child is asking for the milk, it is perfectly okay to say, not yet, can you help mommy do this? Not yet, can you help daddy feed the dog? Not yet, can you go say good morning to grandma? Whatever it is that your family needs to do in those buffer zone between getting up and having breakfast with milk, that is actually going to also help their relationship with sleeping all night long because they need to set the stage that clearly there's a gap before they get to have what they really desire. Okay, my final and fourth check. If your toddler has been struggling with sleep at night and suddenly waking up, we need to acknowledge, are they getting the physical activity that they need? There was um, a few years ago, I was working with a family here in Virginia and it was winter time. They had three boys and we were working on their middle child's sleep. And the mom was like, Pekka, like I'm doing everything you're saying, but like, what is going on? Well, like I said, this was the middle child. They had recently had a newborn. And because it was winter and because they had a newborn, they weren't going a lot of places. And so this middle boy had so much pent up energy that he was struggling to actually settle into sleep because his body didn't adequately get his energy needs met that day. And so we introduced a little mini sized trampoline. There's all sorts of things you can do to get creative, but increasing your toddler's physical activity during the day is a huge deal to sleep well. Think about it for you and me. If we sit around throughout the day and we don't really exert a lot of energy, sometimes it's hard to fall asleep or sometimes we don't have a solid enough night of sleep because our body didn't get its energy needs met. The same is like doubly times true for your toddler. You have a toddler so you know this, but they're crazy. They have a lot of energy needs. And so going outside for at least one hour a day, going outside to get their energy met, that is a huge way to help them fall asleep quicker. Even if you can do it in the evening time, as it gets closer to bedtime, and get that like last little family walk in or whatever you need to do, like let them do laps around the house, I don't care what it is, some way that we need to honor your toddler's body and get all of that energy out so they can physically be ready for bed. And I wanted to call that out because again, you may be in a season where you have a newborn and you can't really do a lot for the toddler right now, but just think through some creative ways and how can we get that toddler out and about and get that energy needs met so that they can sleep well. That will be a gift for everyone. Okay, don't forget, all of these things, these are gonna work, but, I mean, I hate to tell you, if your toddler is using a pacifier or you're having to 
pat them or shush them or hold them or rock them or they lay with you throughout the night to fall asleep, none of these are actually gonna do anything. So I need you to evaluate, can your toddler sleep independently? Is that a skill that they have? Once they do fall asleep, are they able to then put themselves back to sleep throughout the night? Or are they looking for the pacifier? Are they looking for you to come rock them again? Are they looking for the bottle in the bedtime? What is it that your toddler has been looking for and that's why they're waking up throughout the night? So this video really only will fit for you. These strategies will only fit and make sense if your toddler does have independent sleep skills and just all of a sudden, yeah, you realize, oh yeah, you know what? We've been doing the bedtime feed. I need to stop doing that. They're, they're a toddler now. Or, oh yeah, I need to go outside and get the energy out of them so they can fall asleep well. All of these things will work if you have that independent sleeping toddler. But if you have a toddler who has never had the skill of knowing how to put themselves to sleep independently, this is where our toddler sleep training course comes into play. And I invite you to click the link below to check more about that because I wanna give you the step-by-step -step plan of how to make sleep a thing for your toddler. And this is a gift that will last for years to come. Okay, so in conclusion, we want to go through our four checks for your toddler to really identify why are they waking up in the middle of the night? Do they have the one nap schedule and is it the adequate length for them? Or are they getting too much daytime sleep and that's why they're waking up at night? The second thing we talked about was ensuring there's no bedtime milk. The third thing was to evaluate the morning time milk. And finally, we talked about looking at your toddler's energy needs because they gotta get it all out of them in order to sleep well and sleep solid all night long. If this is your first time watching our videos, I would love to know what brought you here. Comment below and let us know the age of your kiddo and maybe what video you are looking to find. I likely already have one or we can make one designed just for you. Thank you so much for being here this time with us. Sweet dreams, see you next time. Thanks so much for being here today on the Little Z Sleep Podcast. If you're looking for resources to help your family make sleep a thing and finally get the rest that you and your child both deserve, head to littlezsleep.com to find your child's sleep program and also all of our free resources from our YouTube, blog, and podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Sweet dreams. See you next time.